tired of the snow, then wait for the show. There's sunshine on the way, and that's okay. I'm Joey, and this is the Joey Hare Show for Monday, February 17th, 2014. Greetings and salutations to you. Thank you for joining me this week, as I said before. I am your host, Joey Harris, the, how can I say it, the supreme star of this show, the producer for this show, the editor for this show, the director for this show, the writer for this show. I basically do it all for this show, but I don't do it for myself. Oh, no, ladies and gentlemen, I do it for you, my loyal audience who keep coming back here week after week to make sure that you can find, I don't know, a little bit of fun, fun back into your life to, um, I guess, to find your way in the world, your weekly respite, if you will. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, so. But let me get this train back on the track here. How was your week, folks? Did you have a good week? Let me tell you about mine. Um, To badly mimic and paraphrase Jack Nicholson as the Joker here. G.O.G. song by Prince. Tax, 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 tax. Ooh, we got a lot of them here. (laughs) Last Monday, folks, I prepared what I call tax That I knew the snow was on the way, and I will get to the snow in a minute. I knew the snow was on the way, but the tax man was coming. Forget about the ice man. The ice man is going to come up anyway, but the tax man I knew was going to come up. So I went back and I brushed through my bank statements for the past year, trying to find things that would help me get some deductions, maybe. And thankfully, that didn't take too long. So Tuesday, I bit the bullet, folks. I bit the bullet, and I sat down and filed my taxes. And let's just say they don't really even each other out. Uh, Mostly, not as bad as last year. Not as good as previous years, but we'll just go with the present and say it's not as bad as last year. It could have been much worse. The night, what do they do? They go on right at the end of the night and cancel school for Wednesday. Now, at the time, I was not a fan of this. Never a fan of missing school, but in hindsight, I'm sure that they were correct. But I didn't think so when I woke up first thing Wednesday, of course, no snow. Uh, Wednesday about 10 o'clock, no snow. 12 o'clock, no snow. And then all of a sudden, boom, bam, bingo, baby. All of these scrambled eggs, Grandma, the snow came. And when it started falling, folks, we didn't ease into it. It fell and it stuck right away. Shocked people. A lot of people were comparing it to the snow that we got nine years ago. But thankfully, I think we were at least a little bit better prepared. And no matter where you're listening to this from, 
You probably saw some pictures out of North Carolina last week. And, folks, I stayed exactly where I was. I stayed inside where I could stay warm, where I had plenty of heat, where I had plenty of food, where I had plenty of water, coffee, and hot chocolate, which is what I persisted on for most last week. Thursday, more of the same. We go through most of the Wednesday with the snow tapering off towards uh, the evening hours. And then Thursday, you wake up, and then we get the backslide, the twist is what I call it. We get more snow and some ice on the backside. I was just hoping that we didn't lose power, and thankfully we did. I know a lot of people lost power for a while there, but we were thankful that we did not lose power. But again, no school on Thursday and no school on Friday because even though it was going to warm up, it didn't warm up fast enough for all the schools to uh, be let in on Friday. But when that sun pokes through, I can tell you, folks, she pokes through and came through with the thing that she started to warm up and place that snow just started to go away and melt. And I love looking at the snow. I've always been a big fan of snow. I love looking at the snow from the inside. I went out in it Wednesday night, got some snow, and made some snow cream because it's been a long time since I've made snow cream. I missed it with the previous two snows that we had, but I decided I'm going to get some this time. Got some, made some snow cream, so I enjoyed that, but I was ready for it to go after that. And on Friday, she did. We broke through, and it was a good thing we broke through, too, because I can tell you the other thing. What happened this Friday? Wow, Joy, what happened? Of course, you guys know what it is. It was Valentine's Day. St. Valentine's Day, the day that people want to be with the one that they love and care about the most. And alternatively, Single Awareness Day. If you do not have a Valentine, you are doubly aware of that. But I'm not mad at those singles. You know, a lot of us, if you don't have anybody that are loved on Valentine's Day, I've had many Valentine's Day where I was with someone. I had many Valentine's Day where I was not with someone. So I played both ends against the middle there on these uh, single awareness days. I like to, a couple of years ago, I went to a single awareness day party being really separated and not with a Valentine at the time. I went to a single awareness party and I used to line from one of my role models, Adam Carolla, and wrote on my, we were supposed to write uh, pickup lines or rejected pickup lines on our name tag. And I put one that I got from Adam Carolla that says, it's not you, it's me. I don't like you. So I've always enjoyed that. But I am not against those people who love St. Valentine's Day. I'm not against the single people, as I said before, who are a little touching about Simple Awareness Day, Valentine's Day. What has gotten me are these, how can I say it, these heroes, nay, these modern-day prophets 
who took to their soapboxes, who took to their orange crate in the form of the modern-day soapbox, social media, the Twitters, and the Facebook, and proclaimed that they were against this anti-commercialism that you have to get somebody for your Valentine's Day uh, present because it was a made-up thing by the greeting card company and the flower companies. Oh, oh my goodness. I had never heard anything like that before. Heroes. Heroes, the bunch of you. I tell you, folks, sometimes I can drown in my own sea of sarcasm. Come on, folks. Really? Facialize these days. But if you want to rail against the card companies, you want to rail against the floors, go ahead. Rail against them all you want. But don't think that you're some kind of a martyr. Or this is going to change anybody's mind. Because I can tell you, folks, in the days of social media, I don't think anybody's mind has changed. If you believed A at the beginning, by the time you log off of Facebook, you will probably still believe in A, and you'll have um, defriended a bunch of people. Nothing ever changes as far as social media is concerned. So everybody needs to get down off of their soapboxes and go eat some chocolate. That's what I did. I went and spent some time with her. She's not happy, not happy with me. We said no gifts. But when you say no gifts, had already planned and gotten gifts. So what do you want to do? I went and I brought flowers to her. She made a wonderful homemade gift to me that meant so much to me. But it was a flip from one side and a flip to the other because on the way to see her, I got the call from my dad that school had decided to do a makeup day on Saturday. But by that time, I had decided and had got far enough from my trip and it made no turnaround. So, yesterday of work, as soon as I got to my destination, I sent them a message that they, I'm sorry, I won't be able to see them on Saturday. I had some pre-existing plans, which I did, and they let me know that that was okay. So, you know, you miss out on a day of work, but sometimes you just have to do what you do. So, no school for me, but able to spend some time with the person that I care about and some quality time. Yeah, I saw a very funny movie, The Heat, starring Sandy Bullock and uh, Melissa McCarthy. So you're not seeing that. I give it my uh, seal of approval, but definitely um, watch Young Children if it does have some language. But for the older uh, folks, very funny movie. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, it's about a couple hours long. Um, so I spent some time there and I can tell you folks uh, I've been thinking about this for some reason. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of I don't know, funny is not really the word for it, but it's kind of weird, kind of ironic the things that happen in life and the things that I have been thinking about past few days. Now sometimes they all just kind of blend together and mold together. Um, I talked uh, on November 30th, for those of you long-time listeners who followed me over from the previous show that I did when I was with the Go Radio Network. I did a show there on Saturday night uh, called The Comedy Shack. And on November the 30th, 
outlining my day, uh, running into a man whom I had some history with, and this man, I, you know, we once worked together, and later on, he was involved in an accident that my grandfather was involved in, that my grandfather had some complications from the accident, never recovered from, and subsequently passed away. And I thought about living my life and living my life in such a way and having such feelings towards living my life and memories of my grandfather that I had to live my life and I couldn't live it in the past. And not to get caught up in living with hate. And so I said to you back in November 30th, last year that I no longer really had room in my heart for hate. That you hate the thing happen. Pardon the part. But things do happen. And you don't always understand that if you let your heart fill up with hate then there's no room for love. So I just released the hate. And that had been going through my mind for a few days last week. I didn't understand why. You know, it's funny the things that life throws at you, things that life shows you. Because the man, I think I mentioned it before, he was slower, the mental faculty and the physical faculty were really no longer there. And I got word yesterday that on Saturday night he had passed away from a heart attack. And folks, it just all came rushing back to me. Don't allow hate to take over your life. Release it. And let love into your heart. And that brings me to something that here I'm, I'm going to now go back to and had um, been talking about uh, a few weeks ago. We're coming back to it now, the idea that I'm proving my life in 2014 and going back to, and I've been bringing you a series of um, articles and things that I have found this one today is from LightMind website. The LightMind website, this is an article by guest writer Mark Fu, author of The 77 Traits of Highly Successful People. And tonight's uh, article he wrote, this is 50 ways to get your life in order. So this is by guest writer Mark Fu for the LightMind Um, Later on, I will tweet all this out and and put it up on my social media sentence. So you can uh, go through that, and all credit goes, of course, to Mark Q and the uh, LightMind website. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of chaos in your life. As Albert Einstein once said, three rules of work. Out of clutter, find harmony. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. 
out of color finds simplicity until discord finds harmony in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. <laughs> Unexpected challenges are what makes us stronger. So don't avoid them. Keep in mind that the following tip is tip and you'll be able to streamline your life and get back on track in the new year. Number one, recycle old papers that are filling drawers in your house. If you're anything like me, you have drawers overflowing with old receipts, junk mail, records, and notes to myself. Get rid of all this. Invest in a paper shredder and reduce clutter and maintain privacy. Number two, mentally prepare yourself for change by visualizing your ideal self. Who do you admire the most? How do you envision yourself in the future? Who do you want to be? Visualize yourself to be that person. Number three, realize that unexpected events can be a good thing. The Dalai Lama once said, remember that not getting what you want is sometimes a wonderful stroke of luck. Number four, ask people you admire how they got where they are today. I've always admired my grandfather. Learning more about how he started up his business, dealt with difficulties throughout his life, and maintained grace throughout it all has helped me in endeavors. Number five, cut back on alcohol, cigarettes, and other vices. These can be crutches that cloud judgment. The money saved by not purchasing or cutting back on this type of material can then be put into something rewarding, such as a vacation. Number six, remove elements of negativity from your life, be they people or a job you don't want to do. If you have friends who are bringing you down, there's no need to keep hanging out with them out of obligation. Cut your ties and cut your losses. Start each day with a clear to-do list along with your cup of morning coffee. Knowing what you need to do in the day ahead helps keep you on track. Number eight, clean your house from top to bottom and throw away anything outdated. Not only receipts mentioned above, but any old junk that should be donated to charity or sold in a garage sale. Number nine, institute a clear filing system for your personal records. Invest in a simple filing cabinet and folders with labels for something you don't need a personal secretary for. It makes your life much easier when you are looking for a specific item. Number 10, do your grocery shopping for the week on the day it's most convenient. Make a list, budget, and get only what you need to save time and money. Number 11, take a career test that will help you identify your strengths. If you're unhappy with your career but don't even know where to begin in the process of moving on, this can be a good way to identify strengths and new possibilities. Number 12, meet with a professional counselor if there are issues you need to discuss. Many people are struggling with dead weight from the past or emotional baggage that is holding them back. Deal with them and move on with professional assistance. Number 13, go through cabinets and throw out expired medications or food items. The last time I did this, I found everything from three-year-old curry powder to five-year-old aspirin. Throw them out. Number 14, make a clear diet plan with an emphasis on whole grains, fruits, and vegetables. A healthy diet plan has a tremendous effect on your overall energy levels. Number 15, add vitamin pills to your daily diet. Vitamin supplements can help reduce the possibility of cancer and osteoporosis, among other disorders. Number 16, work out a clear exercise plan with an activity that you enjoy 
such as dancing or biking. My girlfriend loves yoga, and I am a soccer enthusiast. As long as it's active, it counts. Number 17, set appointments that you've been putting off. It's easy to put off going to the doctor or dentist until we are sick. Preventative care is extremely important in overall health levels. Number 18, take up a mental exercise, crossword puzzles, Sudoku, or other word games along these lines are more than just a good way to pass time. They have been shown in studies to help improve overall mental capabilities. Number 19, publish your own book. This is easier than ever before with Internet publishing. You can get your ideas out there and start making money from them. Number 20, make a reading list and join a book club. Most people state that they want to read more, but without an actual plan, you may not make the time to do this. Joining a book club not only serves as a social activity, but also keeps you up to date with your own reading list. Number 21, spend time with yourself and stay. Susan Taylor states that spending quiet time alone gives your mind an opportunity to renew itself and create order. Number 22, practice breathing exercises or meditation. Stress can have an overarching effect on our overall productivity levels. When stressed, I personally forget to breathe at times. Take the time to take deep breaths and improve oxygen flow to the brain. Number 23, speak and act with honesty. Are you able to stand by what you do and say? If not, it may be time to re-examine your own words and learn to articulate your thoughts in an open, honest way. This helps eliminate mistakes down the road. Number 24, learn from past mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Usually we make a lot of them during our lifetime, as long as they aren't repeated too many times. In a learning experience, they can, in fact, be a good thing in the long run. Number 25, volunteer to help others in your community. Helping others is a rewarding way to get your own life together. Number 26, take up a new language or heart hobby. Number 27, read inspirational biographies. For new ideas, find out how others got their lives in order. Number 28, talk to a stranger. Unplanned conversations can be surprisingly inspiring. Number 29, reconnect with friends and relatives who live far away. Call those people you miss but keep putting off call. With the Internet and Skype at your disposal, even an online chat can help you reconnect. Number 30, change your toothbrush. It can be a hot bed of bacteria. Number 31, take more naps. Sleep is often sadly ungraded in its ability to boost energy, mood, and keep reaction times sharp. Number 32, drink at least six cups of water per day. Staying hydrated helps keep energy levels up. Number 33, organize your photo collection. Get both digital files and physical printouts in albums. If you're anything like my family, your photographs could be sadly sitting tucked away in shoeboxes in the closet, taking up space. Number 34, take an interest in art in your community. Visiting galleries can help introduce you to the artists in your community and help stimulate thinking. Number 35, join a hobbyist club. My friend decided to learn more about building model airplanes and was so deeply into it that he recently obtained his commercial pilot's license. 
You never know where a simple hobby can lead you in life. Number six. Number 36, keep a calendar with commitment. Having a visual reminder in front of you can be extremely helpful. We're all different types of learners. Number 37, don't put off difficult conversations. Deal with problems directly and immediately. This will result in a much lower level of anxiety for all involved. Number 38, make a list of priorities and do what makes you happy. If you've lost touch with your own priorities lately, it can be beneficial to take time to sit and think about what actually makes you happy. Work towards achieving this as much as possible. 39, spend more time outdoors. Nature has an ability to help soothe the troubled mind and clear your thoughts. Taking a walk in the woods or climbing a mountain at any level of difficulty gives a sense of pride and accomplishment. Number 40, attend lectures. These could be science lectures or other types, but it's helpful to keep up to date on what's going on in the world and plan accordingly. Keeping in mind active helps you in all aspects of your daily life. Number 41, take the time to stretch muscles. Get a massage to improve muscle tone and circulation. Then use this new energy and apply it to your work routine. Number 42, make laughter a priority. Hang out with some of your most entertaining friends for a good laugh. Or simply sit back with some favorite old comedy. Laughter counts as exercise and has shown to expand your life space. Number 43, clear some time each day to do nothing. As a child, I remember that we had free time scheduled into our school activities every day. This should be used for reading, drawing, or simply staring in space. And that's what we felt like doing. What a novel idea and one that keeps the brain at ease. Number 44, schedule a much-needed vacation. Number 45, learn new tips for entertaining. You don't have to be Martha Stewart to throw a great dinner party. And learning how to be a host or hostess with minimal effort can give a big boost to your confidence levels. Number 46, throw out old clothing that doesn't fit. Too many of us are squeezing in outdated clothes that are doing us no favors. Look and feel your best for clothes that are tailored to fit. Number 47, live in the present, not in the past. The past is over. Move on and enjoy every moment as it occurs. Take stock of what needs to be accomplished and move forward with this information. Number 48, learn from your past mistakes and move forward with your life. Get your life in order by looking forward, not back. Number 49, get your car checked up. You go to the doctor and have your body checked up. Don't wait until it's too late to perform maintenance on your car. I once got stuck on a road trip in Malaysia as a result of this oversight, and it wasn't pleasant. Budget for proper home repairs. Set aside some money in the proverbial cookie jar to keep home maintenance within the realm of possibility in this coming year. Okay, so that was the 50 ways to get your life in order by Mark Sue. And again, I will tweet this out from my personal Twitter account. Maybe, Maybe all of those don't necessarily apply to you, but they're enough to get you thinking and moving along in the right direction. But I can see that it's almost time for me to uh, end this week's episode. So as always, you can reach me via Twitter. I am at D Joey Harris. That is T H E 
J-O-E-Y-H-A-R-R-I-S. You could be my friend at Facebook.com forward slash Joey seven, And you can email me always at JoeyHarrisComedy at gmail.com. I have thoroughly enjoyed myself this week, folks. Thank you so much for being with me. I send a salute your way and everybody out there listening live or later on the man I also love you and will enjoy having feedback, what you like, what you don't like, what you like to see more call in stuff, like more me if you more guests. Do you like your improvement stuff? Do you have any tips on some improvements of your own? Let me know anything and everything that is on your mind via Twitter, Facebook, and of course email. But that is it for me this week. Join me again next week and until next time. Good luck. And second. Good luck. And make it a great day.